the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I've got some news for you coming from all different sources, uh, all rugby league news. Plenty, plenty of it. So let's get started. The New Zealand Warriors are set for a roster revamp with four players off contract at the end of 2022 likely to leave the club. According to Stuff.NewZealand, and that's an actual source, according to Stuff.NZ New Zealand, all of David Fusatua, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Sean O'Sullivan and Cody Nikarima are unlikely to remain at the club beyond 2022 season. It comes as the club gets set to make a playoff for the contract Sydney Roosters superstar Joseph Manu. Uh, so they're looking for Joseph Manu. That's what that report said. Uh, I think Joseph Manu would be a huge signing. But then again, you're getting rid of four really good players for one all-star. I mean, is it worth it? I'm not sure. I mean, Joseph Manu is a fantastic player, but getting rid of four really good, talented players that you can really mold into something great for one guy, I think that's a bit over the top. Uh, But then again, look, let's just see what the Warriors do here. It's going to be really, really interesting. They've obviously got Reese Walsh as well, who is going to play fullback. They've got plenty of centers coming through the ranks. Um, the only question is, does he play 5-8? Uh, I, I wouldn't be too sure where Mar- they would put Marnie, to be honest, if they did sign him, but it would be a really good signing for any club, to be honest. Joseph Marnie, he's just such a talented footballer. Uh, if I was any club, he'd be my guy that I'd be trying to sign straight away if he was off contract. Uh, so good on the Warriors for trying to revamp their squad. I'm just not sure if getting rid of four really good players is the way to do that. Bronson Sherry. Here, there's a news report for Bronson Sherry. News Corp report that they have a quiet tip from the former Shark Center will try his hand in the NFL. So Bronson Sherry is said to try his hand in the NFL. Interesting. Um, Very, very, very interesting. I mean, obviously, he's got that huge lengthy ban from the NRL for substances. Um, pretty sure it was roids, some form of roids. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. It'd be very interesting to see him in the NFL. Plenty of NRL players have done it. There's obviously a guy from South. I'm not sure what his name is, but he's obviously gone up there and been really, really successful. You've obviously had the likes of Jared Hayne play NFL as well. So you've got plenty of NRL players that have done this. I'm not sure that Bronson Sherry has the right reputation to be accepted up there. Then again, I'm not too sure. I mean, look, I'm just saying this because he's done illegal substances. I mean, if I was a coach and I, I there was a guy trying to come into my club that had previously done illegal substances, roids, whatever it is, I'd be a bit wary. I'd be a bit cautious about this guy. I wouldn't sign him straight away. So, yeah, look. Bronson Sherry, as talented as he was when he was in the NRL, 
I just don't see this happening very quickly. If it does happen, it won't. Ha- it, if it happens, it happens. I just don't see it happening very quickly. I think it'll be a very slow process. Katoni Stags. The Tongan international is set to abandon his plan to shift into the halves and remain at centre. I actually prefer him at centre. I think he's one of the best strike centres in the game. Obviously, he hasn't played much footy with continuous leg injuries. ACL or MCL, I think it is. Really, really unlucky for Katoni Stags. Kelly and Gamble are set to battle it out for the six. Both of these guys have been playing great footy all season. They've even been in the halves together. Kelly looks really good. I think Albert Kelly really does suit the Broncos well. I think it suit Adam Reynolds well. And then you've got a guy like Gamble who is, I don't know, he's probably in his early 20s and he looks like a real leader out in the park. He really is a really good talker. I just think that Gamble would be the way to go for that number six jersey. He is just an absolute freak, absolute workhorse. His defense is unreal. I'd be picking Gamble. Kelly is a really, really good option. I just think Gamble is the way to go for the number six for the Brisbane Broncos. Obviously, number seven goes to Adam Reynolds, who is coming into the club uh, next year. The Roosters centre, Joseph Manu, returned to training to help his teammates prepare for the Seagulls, even with a broken cheekbone. I mean, don't you just love to hear that stuff? What an effort there by Joseph Manu. He is probably one of my favorite players from that Roosters side. He's just a fantastic guy. To be coming into a squad knowing you're not going to be playing for the rest of the season just to help out with the teammates who are, I mean, that is that just shows a lot of character. I definitely have a lot of respect for Joseph Marnie for doing that. That is a huge, huge thing to do. Love you, Joseph Marnie. That's awesome, brother. Brad Fittler. The Blues coach has reportedly been linked with a move to the Eels from 2022 onwards again. Now, look, it didn't happen the first time he was linked. However, they've recently just signed Paul McGregor as the assistant coach of the Blues, which does start to get some rumors flowing that this could be a move here, that Brad Fittler could go to the Parramatta Reels. However, the thing is with Brad Fittler, you've got to remember, he's been given all of the best players in the game pretty much. Pretty much all of the best players in the game. Jake, um, James Tedesco, Tom Trevojevic, Josh Adokar, Brian Toto, Nathan Cleary. I mean, the list goes on. He's been given pretty much given all of the best players in the entire competition. Now he's going over to an eel side where that's not the case. He has a, very, a good bunch of players, obviously Moses. Gutho, he likes a Fergo if he stays. But it's just not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same in the sense that Brad Fittler's not going to have everything that he's worked with with the Blues. It's going to be a lot different and it's going to be a lot harder to settle in. I just don't think that Brad Fittler would be the right move as a head coach now. If he goes there, either assistant coach or similar to what Andrew Johns is doing. I don't see him as a head coach. I do like him at the Blues. He's a good Blues coach. But then you start thinking, right? They've got Paul McGregor, who's just signed as an assistant coach. If Brad Fittler goes to the Eagles, does Paul McGregor become head coach of the New South Wales Blues? 
Very, very, very interesting little topic there. Honestly, it is going to be really interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks with this rumor. Joey Lussix. The Eels hooker has officially signed a three-year deal with the St. Helens in the Super League. Obviously, St. Helens have done a really good job with signings. They've got Will Hopawati, Joey Lussix, and Curtis Sirinan all going to the club uh, from next year, I'm pretty sure. So they've done really well there with signings. Uh, St. Helens uh, and Joey Lussix, really, really quality hooker. He played some great footy for the Eels when he was at a hooker in the absence of Reid Mahoney. Uh, but yeah, that's a big loss for the Eels as well because if Mahoney gets injured, you you still got Ray Stone, but there's still not a lot of depth in hookers there. Great signing for Joey Lussix though. Tino Fasulamala'awi. The Titans lock has declared he wants to be at the club for life and help build them into a powerhouse. I think that would be a great marquee signing, Tino. He's definitely got a lot of footy left in him. He's only in his early 20s as well, so I can't wait to see more of Tino Fasulamala'awi. And I definitely think he's a one-club man at this point. NRL Physio. He is reported that this is, this is from NRL Physio. Go follow his page for all injuries of players, by the way. Corey Hasbrough required a shoulder reconstruction after suffering a left shoulder injury in round 25. Video shows a direct contact in the front shoulder and shifting of the joint. It's likely subluxation. Uh, expected to return to contact training in the new year and be fined for round 1, 2022. That's really lucky. For Corey Horsburgh, really quality player, really really good forward for the Canterbury. Uh, sorry, for, we did play for Canterbury a bit for the uh, Canberra Raiders. Sorry, um, yeah, and very very lucky that he's going to be back next year. And they're lucky they're not in the finals, to be honest, because he would have done amazing things in that final series. Corey Horsburgh, I find that he's very injury prone at the moment. He, he injured his foot. Then he got injured again, and now he's injured for a third time, uh, obviously with that shoulder injury. Really devastating for him. I, I, I feel for him. I think that's horrible, the things that have happened, especially with injury. Moving on now, though, the, going to the Tigers, Tarek Sims. The Tigers are reportedly interested in signing the Blues back rower and will pursue further if Luke Garner leaves. I'll get into that a bit later, the Luke Garner situation, but... He was obviously linked to the Roosters earlier in the week, but the Roosters denied it. Honestly, I'd love to see Tarek Sims at the Roosters. I'd also love to see him at the Tigers. I think he'd suit the Tigers really well, just with that grit and determination. I think that's what Michael Maguire is looking for. And Tarek Sims would definitely be that marquee signing for Michael Maguire and definitely a leader in that pack, obviously. Playing a few Origin Series, playing a few series for Fiji in the World Cup as well. I think that Tarek Sims would be a perfect signing for Michael Maguire just to build that new uh, club, and especially in that rebuild phase that Michael Maguire is trying to initiate at the Tigers. Now, here's the Luke Garner situation. The Manly Seagulls are reportedly interested in signing the Tigers back rower and view him as a replacement for Curtis Sirinan. So they're obviously looking at Luke Garner to sign as a replacement for Curtis Sirinan. I think that's huge. Luke Garner, I mean, he's really underrated for the back row. He's, he's a definitely a prolific try scorer over there at the Tigers. He's definitely a quality player as well. Really enjoy watching Luke Garner. I think he'll really suit the Eels forward pack, sorry, the 
see Eagles forward pack really well. He'd really go well at Manly, and I can't wait to see this signing take place. More news from the Manly side. The Seagulls prop, Martin Depau reportedly has been told he is free to sign elsewhere from 2022 onwards. That is huge coming out of the Manly the Manly camp. I think Martin Depau is one of their most solid forwards. I do think he's slacked off a little bit in form, but he's still a great player. He's still a quality player that is known for stepping up in big games. He obviously had a great game in the Anzac um, one that he had, I think it was last year or maybe even this year. Um, yeah, Martin DePauw, quality player. I, c- I can't wait to see what happens with him in the coming days. I mean, if, if I was a club looking for a strong forward through the middle, I'm signing Martin DePauw every day of the week. Wayne Bennett, some news on Wayne Bennett. The Redcliffe Dolphins are keen to sign the master coach if they are going to be the next Brisbane team to enter the NRL. That is huge. They've we've we've been guessing and guessing and guessing about who this coach is going to be. Wayne Bennett was tossed up a lot, and now it's been confirmed. Wayne Bennett is most likely to be the coach of the Redcliffe Dolphins if they enter the competition. Personally, with the Redcliffe Dolphins, I don't see them entering the competition for a long, long time. I just don't think that the competition is ready for an expansion team yet. I think 14 teams is enough. Sorry, 16 teams is enough. Um, I, I really, really don't think that we need another team, and we don't need a team having a bye every week. Ben Marshke is now in the Rooster side. Obviously, Verrill's... Failed his night at the judiciary and has been suspended for the rest of the year pretty much. And I think one game next season, depending on if the Roosters win or lose this game. So big, big game for the Roosters. Now they've got a lot more to play for. Ben Marshke moves into that hooker role. I actually really like what I've seen from Marshke in the games that I've seen him play. I think he's a really, really solid player, really good competitor. And I can't wait to see Ben Marshke run out for the Roosters tonight against the Manly Seagulls. Well, that's it for this podcast. Recommend this one to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. Explosion.